This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. There we are. It's the summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. Um, this won't be the longest episode, you'll be happy to hear, but this is sort of like a, a midsummer Reds Report special. Uh, plenty has happened, and we hope plenty will still happen before the preseason. So we thought it was time uh, to get Steve out of bed, and uh, and <laughs> and he can give us his opinions of everything that's been happening at Oakwell. And a man that we've seen more and more on social media, not only on his Tykes blog, uh, but we've seen him on... Uh, right, come on, Ian. You've been on Tykes TV a couple of times, haven't you? I have, yes. yes. Yeah. And, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm an internet sensation, but, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're halfway to being an influencer now, I think. I think that we can all... Can we can get paid now? Can we get paid now? Uh, not yet. Maybe with the others. Ask Ask Tyke Stevie because they've probably got more money than, than we have. And gents, uh, disastrous season over and done with. We we, we stopped that. Yeah, and move on, move on. We, yeah. we we said towards the end of last season that you know changes needed to be made, and then uh, the announcement about the reshuffle of the board. So um, gone are uh, Lee and Conway still in the club, but haven't got a sort of like a vote to to decide things on a day to day basis. And I think um, the biggest change um, or positive change the board could have made and they have made is uh, Gene Krein coming on board. Um, and as we know, uh, Patrick's white widow, um, Patrick uh, bled Barnsley FC. And I would presume that both of you are extremely happy with the appointment of Gene and, and a Barnsley FC fan almost back on the board. Uh, you go first, Ian. Uh, yeah, I uh, I completely agree. I think um, the biggest thing was Conway going, such a divisive figure. Uh, yes, he is still owns 
can't remember if it's eight percent or whatever he owns, but he can't get he's not involved in the day to day running, which clearly, as we look back now, he he made some horrendous mistakes, didn't he, with some of the signings, with tactics, um, with his ripping up the data driven policy and and uh, various faux pas that he did. So, and and the place seems to have a better atmosphere. Um, and there seems to be better communication between the club, the board and the fans now, which uh, small steps, but um, that seems to be the most positive that he's gone. And like you say, the ones who've come in, Gene Crine and, um, I mean, the chairman's been around a bit, but he's been quite vocal. They've come out and done some really good press conferences. So, yeah, it is It's uh, it is positive. Steve, we went to a, 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 call it like a, a briefing or whatever with Paul Conway, um it was sort of like early on in the in the season wasn't it last last season we were quite um taken in by him weren't we he was a very um you know powerful figure spoke with passion his words were exactly what we wanted to hear but his actions have been completely the opposite haven't they no when you when you listen to him and you know he he, he obviously talked the talk but you know you don't get to a job like that by not having uh, you know some silver pipes that can that can charms duck, charm ducks off water, uh, and yeah, he said what we wanted to hear. But the difference the difference now is the people that are saying things that we want to hear are actually putting you know money where their mouth is, and and actually doing something about it. Where Conway, it, it's prime example of somebody getting involved in a football club that has not a clue about football. Um, I know we bang on about it being a business. We know it's a business, but he was using it. I don't know. Was he using it as a stepping stone to something bigger? Was he just feeding his own ego? Who knows? Who knows? But yet again, somebody in football who hasn't got a clue what they're doing. And unfortunately, we uh, we get the residue of that. Yeah. Um, you, you said earlier, um, Ian, you know, they've, they've given really good press conferences. And, you know, as, as, as the, the, you know, on the badge, it says, doesn't it, judges by our actions. Um, if, if we're going to do that, the appointment of Michael Duff, um, that's a home run, isn't it? As it comes to appointments, one of the most promising young coaches, rather than, you know, a, a, a part-time shelf stacker and PE uh, teacher from Estonia. For instance, um, is is it is it away from the normal recruiting model, or it, does, does he fit in the model, or is it actually learning from previous mistakes? Do you think? Could be a bit of everything, really. I, um, I think there's. I'd like to think there's learning from the previous mistakes. Um, the appointments of Shopping as Bargain must have burnt the fingers massively. I mean, well, they got relegated, haven't we? So, but I think must be a wake-up call surely um i'm glad that they've got their first choice target um I've, I've been impressed with what i've read about him what i've when i've heard him speak i like what he kind of stands for i like how his teams are super fit and i think he'll work this squad out very quickly yeah. um and i think he's almost been a little bit valesque big val in terms of he quickly worked his team out and shipped out the ones that weren't prepared to pull the finger out and he knew who the ones who were going to work with him yeah. and he molded that team and I, I, I can see that in Duff. Um, so yeah, a, a, 
a great appointment. Um, no complaints really for me for that. When asked about what we can expect, um, Steve, when, it, when 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 Michael Duff was asked what can as fans what we can expect, and he said sweat on the shirts. I mean, that's how you get fans on side, isn't it? At your first yeah, press conference. I mean, it, it's a sentence, but it, it, that's actually backed up by what he did at Cheltenham, wasn't it? Because that team, yeah. like you say, they were super fit and never say die attitude, working for each other on the pitch. That's what every Barsley fan wants for our team, isn't it? Well, you, you listen to what to the couple of press conferences that he's done already, and and the way he speaks, the way the way he, he puts himself across, you know, he's been, he's only ever been with two clubs, um, so that shows dedication, loyalty. He's played in all eight leagues of football, so that shows that you know he's got some fighting in him. You know, he he can self motivate. And he can put that across to to his players. Um, for me, how can a Barnsley fan at all now complain? Because we basically got what we wanted. Young English manager, knows the leagues, up and coming, with a pedigree, not necessarily in management, but definitely in playing uh, in his Burnley days. Um, No-nonsense centre-half going to be a no-nonsense manager you can see that and you know he started off on right foot and that i think that's now creating this is the excitement that we felt probably more so than when val took over because we didn't know anything about val that just that came as the games progressed but now everything that's gone on with the board everything that's gone on with duff and and what's going on now at the ground People are gaining that excitement again, and I think it, it is it is running through the town. Um, about four or five years ago, in an interview, Martin Devaney was asked to put together um, his dream eleven um, of players that he played with, and and he put Michael Duff in a centre back, and I'm not sure if he made him captain, and talked about his attitude, his leadership, and everything. So that relationship, I mean. The, the the young lads that we've got that have come up from the academy, new players coming in and existing players, if that chemistry is there because they've played together, they know each other, they've talked a lot before obviously you got appointed, that's a winning start because often I feel we've had coaches that might have had a really good pedigree, but they need to get used to the town, get used to the language, as silly as it sounds, the accents, how everything is, visas, everything else. He is ready to go, isn't he? He's, 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 obviously he's already. And he talked about this being a stepping stone. He says his next step was always, he's only had two clubs in his career, he says, Burnley and, and, and Cheltenham. And I think the fact that he sees this as a step up, but not the final destination in his coaching career, it's another step up. That's great, isn't it? Because if he wants to prove himself, then that can only be for, for our benefit. And a three-year contract, Ian, um, club put a little bit of faith in him as well, haven't they? Yeah, I, I do I, I do agree with the link with Devaney. I think that's going to be pivotal. And I'm sure a, a sense from what Duff has come out and said, I, he's clearly done his own work. He's, he, 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 he said he spoke to the chairman a couple of times, Khaled a few times. He'll have spoken to Devaney yeah. probably for hours. Ben Williams apparently gave yes. a glowing yeah, yeah. reference of the um, club. So he'll know a bit about the academy. He'll know about... and and Because he, he talked about the how the the board or the club and the fans has been fractured so he wants to build that bond so he's aware of that he he, he says you know the board have, have accepted that they've made decisions and and but he knows which way the board are going so he's not coming into this 
with he, with his eyes closed or been been sold something that then the rug's going to be pulled on from under him he'll have spoken to Devaney and he'll give him a, a, a clear picture so one he's walking into it with his eyes wide open but i think also two he's got somebody there certainly if results are not going well he's got a mate to be knows who can who he can bounce off as well yeah and steve and i'll come back to you with the same question as well ian what what's more what's more important immediate sort of promotion back up to the championship or you know the the, the gap the fracture between the fans and the club and that that feeling of feel, feeling distance from the club to try and bring that back together what what would be seen as a successful first year i mean ideally both and i'm sure one will help the other but how important is it that he helps sort of you know repair that that bond between the clubs and, and and the fans because we've been you know through the mill haven't we and and a lot of fans have said like that's it for me no more so how important is it for him to repair that 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 relationship again i think you know everybody wants us to get back get back up first time but you know what i think we need to be looking at stability first we need to be looking at get getting together a squad of players that actually want to play together because, I mean, people are going to be leaving this summer. Uh, we need to be replacing them. Uh, and you need him to be putting a team together that is exactly what it says on the tin, is a team. Because if you get a team that Barnsley folk can get behind and can see that there is sweat on shirt, that they are fighting for each other, that will automatically generate that interest with the fans bring the fans back in, that then, you know, builds up the players to want to play. It's, you know, it's, it's a circle that they both motivate each other. If we go back up this first time, fantastic. But I don't think we should set as sights, to be honest, that eye to start with. I think we really need to give him time. He might have 12 months and we might end up mid-table and you might think, oh dear, I don't know if he's he's, he's right man for the job. You know, they wondered whether Alex Ferguson worked right man for job at one point at Man U, but they stuck with him and give him time. I think that's part and parcel of the problem with football at the minute. There's that much money in it. People want instant success. They're not prepared to sort of let, let somebody run the club as they want to and give them that time to do it. Um, but I think in, in Michael Duff, we've got a guy here who we can say, right, we've got he's got a three-year contract Hopefully he'll stay for three years. Hopefully he'll stay for maybe even more to build up his reputation and to build up Barnsley Football Club. And then he can go and, and he's done what he said he'll, he wants to do and he'll have left us in a far, far better position. Yeah. What about you, Ian? Because you don't want him to do a val, do you? Success, just missing out on the playoffs or whatever than going. And then it, it was literally one step forward, four steps back. The board says they've learned from their mistakes, but... Surely it, it needs to be, a, a, you know, a gradual growth, doesn't it? And it's okay yeah. going to the championship. It's retaining that position for yeah. maybe more than two or three seasons. It, it's difficult because the club has historically sold off its crown jewels, hasn't it, to, to survive. And, and I think yeah. you, you've mentioned a few times, probably the most we've got through money-wise has been from sell-on fees for the managers yeah. in Struber and Val. Um, I think if you got promotion that would build the bond between club and fans because not as many were moaning about Conway and that when we've got to the playoffs, sure. but it only comes when we're on a bad run. We know that. Um, 
and I've looked, I looked at his points per game, and potentially he could get 70, 71 points with Barnsley if he use it, if he got his points per games that he got at Cheltenham. But he'd be working with a better squad, so I'd like to think he could get more. So he would, he could potentially be pushing for top six. But like you say, there's no point in going up to then come flying back down or go up and then he's sold on. So quite a lot of fans, I think, are quite realistic and say top ten and and have a good. Uh, a good solid season and build on from them but like like Steve says there's no patience in football anymore is there you know Guardiola got slated in his first season at City because he was trying to teach some of them players how to how he wanted to play out from the back and they didn't get it for for 12 months and then suddenly it clicked and he got the right players in so and like you said with Ferguson as well it took four or five years for him to really turn things around so yeah we'd all love to go up straight away or at least have a push for it but in the reality is there's going to be a lot of turmoil uh, turnover in the staff um, on and off the pitch, but certainly on the pitch. And these players are going to take time to bed in, aren't they? The ones that are coming in. Yeah. So, yes, I'd, I'd love to hope for a, a decent push, but be realistic enough to think if he has us top eight, nine, and playing some decent football and you can see, if you can, if the fans can see something building and you can see what he's trying to do they'll buy into it and it'll snowball from there won't it yeah the problem the problem we has we ha- we had was with shop and asparagus you just couldn't see what on earth was going on no. and it was clear that the players didn't know either and that's what was frustrating that we were almost building a house on sand weren't we yeah and um, before i go uh before we talk about players coming in players coming out um for me i think it's all about his man management skills. If he can get some of these players producing the football they did on the Val, if you look, and I, I don't want to, you know, single players out, but I think it's... it's oh, it's, go it's, on, you do want to single it's, players it's, out. Well, it's well documented that... For a change, he's got splinters up his backside. <laughs> we, we've, had, we've had players uh, on the Val that look like world beaters that, um, let's say, underperformed consistently last season. Um, and, and and I will pick out because um, at the end of uh, the 2021 season, everybody was saying, you know, if, if we keep hold of Britain, if we keep hold of this, if we keep hold of that, Helic, I think you have to presume will probably leave because that's yeah, that's a big money player that that we probably can you know make up the shortfall from uh, television revenue going down from the Championship uh, to League One. If Michael Duff is the man manager people say he is, and he can get people like Britain performing to that level. Um, you know, it's we've not got. If you look on paper, besides the players that have that have left, it's not a bad squad, but it's all about the confidence that's been dinted so much. The players lost their identity. They lost at times. It feels like the the fight to play for the badge. I mean, Ian, you said, um, and, and you'll remember the interview that that Britain gave one saying, <laughs> you know, we need to practice more than what we do up the pitch because it feels like we're getting here and we're just, you know making it up as we go along. Yeah. I mean, that that cuts deep down, doesn't it, for, for fans, but as well as players. Um, players coming in. Um, goalkeeper, Jane, Jamie Searle, 21 years old. So who's leaving then? Collins? Walton? Well, Walton, Walton's folks live not far from me and, and my neighbour knows his, his dad and apparently he's not been happy last season because he weren't getting game time and he was looking to go away, but they didn't release him because obviously um, in case Collins got injured. Yeah. 
So is he going to want to go? Whereas Collins, you'll get a decent fee for. You won't get much for Walton, no disrespect to him, because he's not played enough, but he, he weren't happy. Um, I don't know, is the honest answer. It's, it, it, you, you don't know who's put their hands up and says, I don't want to be here. I know some have, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what Steve thinks about who's going well, to be number one think, next season. I think you mentioned Helic. Helic's got to go. Because if he wants to maintain his international career yeah. with Poland, yeah. he ain't going to get picked playing for a first division side. So Elik, for me, will be first. Well, one at first, one through door, definitely. And like you said, money you would think would be there for him. Uh, Styles has obviously made rumblings that he wants to go, which you know, don't if 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 they come out and say I don't want to be here, for me they can go. I yeah. don't care who they are or how good they are. If they say, you know what, I'm looking for a move, fine, just go. Simple as that. Styles is probably in, in, in Styles' defence, probably the same. You know, he's got his career off now with 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 Hungary. I mean, they did the double over your lot. Um, you know, he wants to be. <laughs> What's this your lot? But what joint shirt? Look at that. He's got a stain on his shirt. <laughs> but, HSBC so, so, bank, that, isn't it? So, but for Styles, you can understand, can't you? He's he's got that dual nationality. He's been picked. For Hungary, you know, he started a couple of times. If if you look at press conferences, you know, he's, he's impressing the coach and 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 everybody. He'll want to play and at least the championship to maintain that position, won't he? Ian? Yeah, but then Duff's come out, hasn't he? And he said a lot. Some of these players think they should be playing in the championship, but they're actually in League One. You need to start proving that you are a championship player. And yeah. I like that. I like the fact that I think he's going to go through this squad, and I think he's going to sort out some bluffers. And he's gonna, he's gonna, and he's already said what he's he's gonna tell these players what he expects of them, and some of them are not gonna like it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, as as a fan, I'm thinking, this is what I want to hear. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna exactly, he's gonna some some will need an arm around him, uh, like Val did, and some need to kick up the backside, and Val did that as well. And I think, I think, my impression is that Duff will get that balance quite right, and he might put a few noses out of the joint. But if the club don't get the bid. And you think you're a bit of a Johnny come lately and you're going to go, you're a championship too big for your boots. And well, sorry, you're not going if we don't get a bid. No. And you, you're starting in August against Exeter or Cheltenham or somebody, aren't you? And yeah. you just have to put up with it. And it, it, it's but, funny that Steve mentioned Styles because the three players are brought in. So goalkeeper, we're saying it could, could be Walton or a Collins probably get a better fee. Um, Luke, uh, Luke Connell, 21 year old midfielder on a free um, from Celtic, is, is that maybe. Uh, you know, diamond in the rough, but a potential replacement for Styles, and obviously Robbie Cundy hopefully signing tomorrow or the day after. But by all accounts, that's that's almost done. Twenty-five year old defender, mm. is he taking Halleck's place? <laughs> you know what I mean? It almost feel like they're bringing him in before we take them out, which in a way is good as well, isn't it? Well, that's the that's the way you you'd hope the club would do it, wouldn't they? Yeah. Because we don't know when some of these players are going to be sold. They could be sold at the, on the last minute, and the last day of the transfer window, then you've got no chance to go and shop around. So if you can afford it, get your replacements in, and then you go, right, we've got our replacements. Uh, now we'll have a bidding war now for that player yeah. in a per, in the perfect world. Yeah. I'm going to say normally, normally we get shut, and we have three or four gaps, and then we are, it's Barnsley as a club then that's struggling to fill them gaps and we get players in that we think can play in that position or we think can do that particular job. But five or six games into the season, then you realise, mm, maybe no, maybe they're not the uh, the player that we wanted. But they must have, to get these 
transfers in very quickly. They've clearly been watching these players, haven't they, for some time. So it's not like they've suddenly gone, oh, uh, he'll do. So it's, it does sound like they've done the homework. Well, you'd yeah. think that, I mean, Michael Duff's not been here long enough. Whether I'm guessing he will have had some say in it to a certain extent. But like you say, I think these these deals were probably in pipeline before Duff were Duff were announced. I, I saw an maybe, maybe that was part of the part of the what brought him in. Maybe he's looked at these players and 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 thought, you know, we're showing some sort of initiative, and these are good players that he wants to work with. Um, apparently, he's a big fan of Ruby Cundy, and he's been watching him before, so it could well be that. No relation to Jason, is it? I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. Maybe ring him. Well, you won't know about English football anyway, so I'll ask Ian <laughs> um, if, if we're playing that game. <laughs> Ian, do you think, uh, so the fans have been extremely impressed. The board talks very highly of Michael Dove. Do you think that there be any of these players that were in two minds whether to stay or not will have been um, sold and think, actually, you know what I mean? This is a good appointment and he's going to get me in the next step of my career. Do, do you, is that possible, you think? Because... We will. We didn't have any identity playing style. We well, we 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 offered very very little the whole of last season. Um, do you think it's a boost for the players as well that an English manager is coming in? That's get go from day one. He knows the current interim head coaches in in Martin Devaney. Is it a boost for the players as well? Um, I'd like to think so. I think I think if some have made the mind up to go, they've made the mind up. But I think you know you look at your likes of your Jordan Williams who's coming back. Um, maybe your Callum Britons, those who are likely to stay and probably play regularly, I'd like to think they'll look at him and go, I can work with him. And, I'll, and you know, he's a motivator. He's, you know, he, he's young, he's got some fresh ideas. He's not some guy who's come from, let's like, say, the back of beyond. And uh, we've no, no, you know, you Google them and you don't even know who they are. So I think for the majority of the squad who are going to be staying, I'd like to think so, yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about, you know, we know we've got two in. Another one, hopefully, tomorrow. Uh, players that have left so far. Well, Patrick Schmidt, George Miller, we saw very little of him. George Miller, bless him, been loaned out more, and he signed for Doncaster. Patrick Schmidt re-signed for the club that we bought him from. Um, good luck to him. I mean, never really got a consistent run, did he? And I think there is a footballer in there. I don't think it was ever championship level, but, you know, you want, you want to play football. He's going back to his homeland. Great, isn't it? Can we please have a discussion, a sensible discussion? I do not understand... And I posted it literally, I think, half an hour ago in one of the Barnsley FC fan groups. Somebody put, hooray, Woodrow gone. It, is it me? And and Steve knows I don't even play that well. Your top goal scorer, the fact that he might have not been a fantastic captain, you can't take that away. If somebody says you want to be captain, you turn it down, you get slated. If you take it, you don't form, you get slated. He has been injured. For me, he's been consistently the one striker or player we can rely on to get goals and yes i know i know some of them have been penalties but somebody has to take them and i can't remember him missing many if any why would people be happy to see woodrow leave because to me woodrow i mean steve we had discussions a couple of days ago woodrow in league one he'd be on fire wouldn't he obviously and good luck to him good luck back down south luton good club similar to barnsley i suppose you know why would people be happy that somebody like Woodrow leaves? I don't get it. No, it, it, beg, it beggars belief to a certain extent, doesn't it? I mean, people are saying that he had a bad season last season. I ain't being funny. I can pick 17 players that had a bad season last season. <laughs> but of the last four years, he's been one of one of our the best strikers we've had at Oakwell. But we are to doubt. 
for a for a good season season and a half, he played in a position that weren't really his his strongest position, and he he ran his blood to water in them games because he were playing at front. He played left wing, right wing. He were knocking ball forward, thinking he were going to run onto it himself because there were never anybody up there to help him. And when he, you know, last season, like I said, we know it were poor. We know it were poor. There's no point going back over it. But some of them games, he he did try to pull the team together. Personally, I'm not a fan of a of a striker being captain. I, I, no. it, it don't it don't fit right for me. Um, I'd rather have perhaps a centre half, maybe a a defensive midfielder that's a cap that can actually see game in front of them and not what's coming towards them. Um, and I think that were a little bit worked in detriment to him. Yeah. Uh, I think it held him back a little bit. But like you say, if somebody says, "Do you want a bit, captain?" You're not gonna you're not gonna turn it down. But anybody who can turn around and say, "You know, oh, I'm glad he's gone. He's not done this. He's not done that." Other, they want to give their head a wobble. I'm re- I, you know, I, I just don't get it. They obviously have been watching different game to what I've been watching. They must have. I wish him well. Great servant at club. Yeah, I think he could have done well in first division. But you know what? If he's got another season or two seasons in championship, don't matter who it's way, best of luck to him. Best of luck to him. Uh, Ian, he'll be missed, won't he? Because um, mm. we've got Carlton Morris, we've got Leia Saker, Ulari is on loan in Belgium. Personally, hope he stays there, but they might bring him back. You've got Devante Cole. Besides Morris, none of them have really set the you know anything on fire. We know Duff likes to play with two up front. Is that a new signing that's needed, or can you see one of those maybe partnering Morris up front as we uh, start life in League One? No, I think they need a new striker. Uh, I wrote about it today about Woodrow, and um, I think I, I completely concur with what Steve says. Um, he scored double figures in the league. I only looked at his league figures, but double figures for every season, whether that was a season where we only just stayed up on the last kick of the mat season, uh, kick of the game at Brentford. Um, so even even in in tough seasons, he's got double figures, and he scored over fifty goals for this club. And I think anybody who does that deserves all the all the plaudits. Bearing in mind, he he was injured, wasn't he, for the first three? Yeah. Did he get injured during his medical or whatever? You know, yeah. you know. Yeah, he didn't and start. He got I, think, I think he started. Was it? But, September, was it November, November time or something. It was late on in that season on the standal, and he yeah. worked with Kiefer Moore really well. And I think we. Maybe, maybe the timing's right. Maybe he needs a fresh start. Maybe um, he's probably one of the top earners. It might He might free up some cash to bring in a couple of players. It might be the right time, but um, I think we've missed a trick in the fact that Duff plays 3-5-2 and he always looks better in a two. Um, and we might have missed a trick there. And Morris can get his injuries because he puts himself about. If he gets injured, we're, we're knackered. Because Devante, not being disrespectful, but Cole... Adibayejo, them two are not going to score enough goals, nowhere near enough goals. And if you're, he would have, Woodrow would get in League One, as long as you keep him fit, 15 to 20 goals next season. And so that straight away, you've got to find those goals, haven't you? Yeah. And I think they'll only do that by getting another striker. I, I always think, and it might be a, um, it might be the wrong way of thinking, but I always think if, when, um, especially a striker or a player has been loaned out a couple of times and nobody comes in to buy him, 
And I know we don't always hear about it or it's been turned down, but Adebayejo's been away on loan quite a bit, but he, he always comes back, doesn't he? And then he gets a bit of a run and then he doesn't. And and, and I think the work rate is there. Um, mm. You know, the heart's in the right place. It's just sometimes his first touch lets him down, his awareness. And it, 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 he always just seems a couple of leagues behind anybody else that's playing up front. Can I remember on the Val, we had six forwards and we could change them at any given time. And yeah. I just always felt that, he just needed more. I've I've always felt he needed to go out on loan somewhere and play 40 matches in a season and refine his skill. Uh, there might be a player in there, but he's one of two. Uh, Palmer, the other one, that's been offered new deals, but have not reported as yet for pre-season training. Um, is that a loss, Steve? Or how do you view it, Palmer and Adebayo? I don't think I don't think Adebayo will be a loss if he don't come back. Um. You mentioned another player who's in Belgium. I don't recognise him. I don't know who, who that is. He's that's done about awesome. seven grand a week, though, apparently. Yeah, that figure's yeah. done it. Well, that's yeah. sort of Mark stupid thing that Conway did, weren't it? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Rommel Palmer, to me, is a bit of an enigma. Mm. Season before last, um, he played really well in midfield. Played really well. And there looked to be a player in there. Yeah. But last season... They all had a bad season, but he was one definitely one of the worst. And you would have thought as a young lad, maybe the motivation wasn't there and maybe he needs that motivation. But the thing is, if he's not come back to pre-season training, that tells me that if that, if that motivation is not there, then, well, we don't want him back. No. Um, I mean, his seeker as a striker, I've still not, you know, he's played more games than Alari has, but I still haven't seen anything from him, really. Um, take Morris out at mix. You I don't think do we need one striker. I think we need another two, possibly even three. Mm. However, I mean, what what's happened with that young lad that we bought from Scotland that's been out on loan for two years? Well, yeah. What do we know about him? Do you know what I mean? It's stuff like that. That why are we, why do we ever buy players to loan them straight out again, not see them for two years, and then nobody talks about him? Is that does that mean he's not any good? As he be, I know he's not being pulling any trees up as such, but I don't, I don't get the the reasoning behind getting players like that, loaning them straight out. I think we need at least another two strikers and proven yeah. goal scorers as well. To be quite, I honest. mean, you've, you've got Aidan Marsh in, in, from the academy, haven't you? But I'm, I'm, and I know people want to chuck him in, but you've got to be wary of chucking young lads in, haven't you? Yeah. And the you end up. Bit like what happened to Kitchen and Moon last season, they have a bit of a poor run, uh, the goals dry up for him, and you can break a player so young like that. So, I think a couple of substitute cameo appearances, throw him in the odd Papa John's or something, I don't know, give him a bit of game time, a bit of a taste of the playing for the first team. But I wouldn't throw him in and play him 40 50 games next season, uh, whereas you would with Morris. So, yeah, I agree. Um, jury's still out on a couple of the stra- uh, sort of squad players up front and I'm still waiting to see I think either by Asia I think is is I thought it's time's up time's yeah. up now Got I think to be. league two level maybe 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 league one I don't know but it's it a player that and that's as much as you can say it, it just always felt that we played at a higher level than what he was at and he was sent out alone and then came back and even when we went down he didn't sort of pick up He's only, he's only good for scoring against Derby County. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've got to. I think what you've got to look at as well. We talk about strikers. 
But I think we need to be creating more goals from midfield as well, mm. which is something else that we've missed out on. Yeah. I mean, if style goes, fair enough. You look at what, I mean, Herbie Kane had a good season at Oxford. For me, I would have thought he'll be gone because he was only saleable asset that we had that were doing any good. But he's had that injury, which I think turned out not to be as serious as first thought. So you've got him coming back. Josh Benson, again, seems to be forgotten about, but he was, you know, first couple of games he played, wow, we all thought there's a player in there. Yeah. And then somebody flicked a switch and, you know, it, it just it just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. I think we need to be looking now, um, you know, we need to be creating goals, not just relying on strikers and talking about strikers. We need we need backup and we need I'm sure Duff will play that sort of style with five with five in midfield, one or two then pushing forward. But I think that's where some more goals have got to come from. Is it fair to say that we can only hope that a team could be built around sort of Anderson? Kane Benson in a central midfield and Morris up front. If that's your spine, we can then build out from there. And that on paper for League One is 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 pretty promising, isn't it? Or is Anderson maybe one of them that No, I, I think for me, I don't know what Ian thinks. My spine for next season would be Anderson, Wolf, and Morris. Because I think Wolf is a player and yeah. I think he will be a player as well. And for me, that they'd be first three names on team sheet for me next season. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think Anderson's likely to stay. Um, Wolf's got a great engine on him. Um, he he's chases everything down. Um, I think I'm hopeful with Benson because I think um, Duff's didn't Duff sort of talk to yeah. him and, and get him to go to Burnley. Yeah. Um, and he like I say when he when he started Benson, he was straight ball around. I thought he's a great player here, yeah. and then he had a bit of COVID. I think he got COVID, a bit of injury, didn't work out with shop and stuff. Um, I, but I think as a spine, um, I agree. Uh, Morris up top, Wolf sort of in the engine room, and Anderson at the back. And then obviously, we don't know who the keeper's going to be. But if it was Collins, it'd be great. But, um, yeah, would you agree with me, Ian, then as well? That I personally would give Anderson captaincy, yeah, yeah, yeah I would. I, I've all, I agree with you that I've never been a fan of strikers having captaincy. I think somebody who's at the back who can read the game better rather than somebody who's up front, as always, whether that's an old school view or not, I don't know. But I think somebody who can see the game ahead of them, whether it's a central midfielder or a center half or a goalkeeper, even, um, has got a bit captain, really. Um, and I think Anderson's now been there long enough that he would be one of the older heads in the uh, experience in, in the changing room as well, uh, yeah. to speak to some of these young lads as well. Yeah, definitely nailed on for me yeah. with Hellick likely to go. Finally, Dan Jones, uh, another discussion that is uh, taking place on social media. Looking Stop forward smiling to, to yourself before you start. <laughs> right. Um, Ian, in fact, I'll ask you both because, you know, this is a podcast. We might as well come out with it. So I'll go first. I am a firm favourite of getting rid of Time Rider. My reason being, if you want to create an atmosphere, that doesn't create an atmosphere. You might as well be at the ballet in some sort of museum or or some sort of musical theatre in the West you, End. Where you're when have you been to ballet? Tell me when you've been to ballet. Is, is it cultured? <laughs> That's what he says. You know yeah. what I say about Dutch people. No. So I I I listen. Love them or hate them, but all, all the, the a lot of clubs are known for the anthems. You talk about Liverpool, hate Leeds United, but look at what they create. West Ham. 
forgot the blowing bubbles, but look what it does and look what it creates. The two Sheffield clubs, you all know, love them or hate them, but they get the atmosphere right. It's intimidating mm. when you walk out of that tunnel and 20, 30,000 people. I'm not saying we're going to get 20 or 30, but to me, let's say 8,000 people singing would be a lot better than 8,000 people and most of them clap out of tune, which is a pet hate of mine. So, first <laughs> of all, Steve, time rider in or out? Out. Ian? Time's moved on. It's, it's it's a classic. It's been well loved, but everything in life now is changing. Things are moving forward. Let's move forward and get something in that creates, like you said, that atmosphere. Ian, I mean, when I say in or out, you could use it leading up to a big song if if you wanted yeah. to, just to get people ready. But how do you feel about Time Rider? And should it now be replaced? Is the Time Right a new looking board? You know. Um, a new manager in a, a new era, hopefully. Does that mean a new entrance song as well? I agree. I like Time Rider. I, I get what you're saying about the clapping. I'd like to keep it somewhere in the pre-match build-up, yeah. but not as the main, not as the main as they're in the tunnel. And um, you need you need an anthem that kicks in when you know that they're all in the tunnel ready to come out. Yeah. Uh, that stirs everybody. Um, so I agree. It just needs to be slowly, a bit like retire, slowly retire it out to about quarter to three, ten to yeah. three, not at five to three. Because yeah. from a technical viewpoint, when the players come out of the tunnel, if you're not singing, but the first thing they hear is the, the away hand cheering. That's mm. the first thing they hear because they're closest to them. So anyway, Ian, um, Steve has got a song. Now, they might not be the lyrics, but um, we, we have tweeted, and the Rosa Docks, who are a, a South Yorkshire, Barnsley-based sort of indie band, have said they're up for listening to a piece of music and maybe changing some of the wording. And, and so, um, I'm going to I'm going to share a couple with you. I'll do Steve first. So, um, let me have a look. So, this is um, one that Steve thought would really create an atmosphere. Yeah. You don't need you don't really need a song sheet to shout na 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 Barnsley. You, you read song sheet for that. How long do I let it play here, uh, Steve? Oh, about an hour in here. <laughs> <laughs> well let's face it, for a for a song to come out to, you're only ever gonna play the first two or three minutes. So you yeah. don't want something that takes five minutes to build up but i think with that, it actually is that song does build up and build up doesn't it yeah. so i think it's one of them that as soon as people hear that the ones who are like chatting in the concourses are thinking right get to seats quick yeah. you know and it builds and and, and if you if you know that you know if the pontians go bouncing with it and stuff people are gonna go right come on not this like at the minute it's kind of oh, i'll 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 get to my seat in another five minutes yeah, whereas yeah. that kind of stirs everybody to go come on right you know game on See, okay. I agree with Ian. I shouldn't bother playing other three now. We're going with that one. <laughs> right. Um, this is this one was mentioned. Steve mentioned it as well, but it has been mentioned. Of, it might not... I think what you're looking for is ideally lyrics that relate to football, Oakwell, Bath. I mean, there's not many... Besides Dave Cherry's Stairfoot Roundabout song, which doesn't really get anything going. So I think, listen maybe to, to the tune and see if, if something could be done with the lyrics. So um, number two, then, um, would be this one <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs eh? yeah. i knew this 
See, it does build up nicely, doesn't it? You're going to sing now, aren't you? But you're going to throw it in there, Sam Colbert. <laughs> yeah, you see. I well, expected him throwing it in, but he let me down again, didn't he? Um, I think with that, if 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 you do something about the lyrics, it, it, yeah. listen, um, I, I do like that iconic sort of start. Um, I, I love the song, don't get me wrong. Um, so from now on, it just goes worse, Ian. Right? Let me just prepare you for this. I, I do, I do really, really like this song. Um, title says it all. Um, Steve, I'm getting worried now. What this is? No, 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 no. So th this is another suggestion. This is uh, Bon Jovi, and I love this town or love this town. Starts a bit slow. You don't have to look too far to find a friendly face. See, wrong that it reminds me of all the It starts up, it kicks in a bit more in a bit. I mean, some of the lyrics, in fairness, that's why I love this town. It's, you know, it's, you could maybe do something with it or somebody that's quite well, The bit where it says going down, down, down would be appropriate, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that's the bit for the opposition fans. And then we oh. think that's why. I... Right. Yeah. Now, um, so there is one left. Um, it's just about the lyrics, right? So don't make, Steve's already laughing. And this is a song by uh, um, a young lad who used to be in One Direction. And the clip I've got is actually he's singing at the concert because all, I know, they're all girls at the concert. Um, they're sort of singing it. But when you listen to the lyrics, and, and they, they do need tweaking because it's not about laying next to each other. But I don't know. I, I, wow. <laughs> right. Um, let me bring it up and, and just. Anyway, it's probably the last time you'll ever hear this and see me on this podcast. So, um, yeah, um, I just, it's just about the lyrics, this for me. Can you imagine the ponty? Now, I want you to remember, Sheffield United sing about a chip booty, right? So let's just... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't you know have to what? be groundbreaking, think... does it? <laughs> I think one thing with this, and it, it is difficult, you cannot compare anything to Blue Moon, no. You'll Never Walk Alone, because them songs are iconic and they've and, been and, singing them forever and, and ever and ever. So to, to start a new anthem... 
I think I think we have it's, to you have to differentiate. There are some songs that are anthems in its own right. You'll never walk alone is known worldwide, and they don't change the lyrics. They sing it, and it has a meaning for them. Great. Things like Blue Moon, they sing it. I'm forever blowing bubbles. Chip Butty song. It's sort of like the, the tune is there. They they've made it about their club, and and I'm not saying we should all sing Nile Horan songs. I love something that relates to our town or yeah. our club. Um, I mean, all these months called obviously uh, or Thunderstruck. Now, this town called Mellis. I love this town and this town, and that's obviously that's that's what I looked at. But how good would it be for the team to come out and eight thousand people singing? I mean, mm-hmm. there will be people out there that can tune lyrics to make it about you know go and watch every time you play what whatever. I'm 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 you know I'm not a lyricist. Is that a word even? I think so, some, I think you're right what you said though. But on flip side to that. I can't ever see, and I'm not, you know, all due respect, but I cannot see 6,000 Barnsley fans in Pontiend singing two or three verses of a complex pop song. You know, no, what I no, mean? no, 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 no. I it's think it's got to be the lyrics need to be changed. Snappy, Simple, quick, yeah. summer easy, and yeah. maybe same line three or four times over. Exactly, exactly. And I think. The club are obviously looking at it because one of the board members contacted, is it Barnsley FC polls or whatever? Um, I mean, they, they post a lot of polls, we retweet them. So I think it's something that they're looking at. I think they need to then help. If you get a, a group like the Rosa Dogs that say, we'll have to record something, make the lyrics, you know, put them for the first couple of road matches, put them on the in the bottom corner of the programme or something. And I'm not I'm not saying we should, like Nessadoba, we should all learn Latin and start singing it, but some simple lyrics repeated two or three <laughs> Can times. Can you imagine that? Can you? <laughs> I, can't do the, I can't do the eye bits. <laughs> I can't do any of them. Stand but, on a chair. <laughs> but I, I just think, they always talk about us being the 12th man. The 12th man's been missing for at least a season. And I think the 12th man can be there from the start if we just all get behind it. And I, I, everybody gets behind the team, but... You can't. It's that clapping. It's like it. It. I don't think it adds anything to the atmosphere. I think a song would. And we've had this discussion before with other people. And I know Time Rider is bad. I think Time Rider could be used in that minute and a half as they're coming into the tunnel, and then the moment they walk out, that gets faded, and a song, whether that be any of those or something completely different, starts playing. And I think that would really create an atmosphere. Um. Some people will agree, some people won't agree. And that's fair enough, isn't it? Because that's football, that's life. But I think it would add to the to the atmosphere. If you have a, make a choice now, Ian, because you're on the board, we all know this. Um, and you've got, it's, it's Thunderstruck, because the, the Thunderstruck is so iconic. Yeah. You put Barnsley FC in there, or you Reds, or whatever, you don't need to print any lyrics, because anybody, my wife could, no, no, maybe not my wife, my daughter <laughs> would remember that. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It, I think I think that would be a, a quick and easy win. <clears throat> um, while maybe a local band or somebody went away and thought of something that was more to do with the history of the town yeah. and or the club. If you could, like you say, some clubs sing about something that's really personal or, or talks about the club and, and intertwined with the town. Thunderstruck or something like that is a quick and easy hit, isn't it? That would get in the first couple of months get people going in. I think it, it, something like that would catch on. Yeah, I, I was also thinking, I didn't play it, but you know, Gala, Freed from Desire. We could yeah. just, as an interim song, free from Paul Conway. 
Because <laughs> it, it, it goes, doesn't it? You know what I mean? I know he's still there, but he's not really there. Um, <laughs> lads, I'm, I'm sure a lot will happen in, in the next coming weeks or months. The first friendly of the season is on Sunday, I believe, away at Worksop. Uh, I don't know if any of you is going. I'm down south because we're expecting uh, another grandson to be brought into this world on Thursday. Cesarean, that's why I know it's Thursday. So I'm going down to uh, officially meet him. Um, so I can't go. Ian, you have any plans to uh, to go to any pre-season friendlies? Uh, I think I'm struggling for a couple of them, to be honest. I have a working at the weekends. Or, um, so, yeah, I'll have to... Um... I would like to have gone somewhere like that just to good good atmosphere at a, you know and, and tick off a new ground but um fixtures are out thursday yeah yeah so keen eye on them first to see see who who we get and and when we get um but yeah i wouldn't mind it i wouldn't mind getting at least one in if i could but i'll have to have a look and see what I can fit in can we have a can we have a look at the fixtures and what which league one cl- Ground is closest to you, Ian. Don't say Barnsley because uh, closest one is Bolton. Bolton. Uh, we, so I've we... got I've got like Aki, Fleetwood, and Markham are all close for me. Yeah. Um, but then, and have you got a spare bedroom? That's the next question. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> Steve Snow um, is that a problem? <laughs> I, I have earplugs so <laughs> Um, but then my lads like going, oh, hey, that Portsmouth looks good, doesn't it? And it so we've got we've got family over in Lower Stuff, so I'm like thinking a lip switch would be good as long as it's not a Tuesday night or something. Well, if listen, Portsmouth, as Steve knows, my daughter lives in Gosport, which Portsmouth's Gosport, it's all the same, it's all down south. I, I've been, I've done that before as an away day, and then an evening out on the Saturday, which is great when you're winning. When it's nil nil, and the only points I brought back was three points on my driving license because I did eight on the motorway, <laughs> but you know. Um, but there is some nice away days there. And maybe, Steve, you know, we could have an away day at, at Bolton. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure we can. F- I mean, when, when you renew your season ticket for all those people that are thinking about doing it, obviously, um, as a thank you from the I was club, just you, get ask you, a, yeah. uh, you get a complimentary entry to the game on the 16th of July. Fantastic, Not being announced Steve. yet, but they're trying to get, as far as yeah. I know, they're trying to get a premiership side. Is that so, the one that I, they've, they've, they're having like a bit of a family day and is it oh it's all it's all happening mate that day it's all happening yeah i think i'm i think i'm yeah but unfortunately i think i've got something on that day (laughs) but i just can't quite remember what it is (laughs) i'll tell you what it is steve you're getting married to that day mate oh oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) have we got got a match instead then (laughs) no because i've hired me soon now i've all got a refund Um, listen, lads, uh, enjoy the summer, enjoy the warm weather. I'm sure it, it must be pretty warm at your end as well, because look at the colour on you, Ian. That's not just, you know what I mean? That's that's a lot better. I mean, I'm just Ian. hoping it's not out in a bottle, that's all. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and enjoy the rest of the week. Uh, I'm sure on social media, uh, there'll be plenty out when we have new signings, when players leave, but when the fixtures come out on Thursday. Hopefully, catch up in about you know three, four weeks. Definitely before the season, where we can have a look at the full squad and see what the realistic expectations are. But uh, for now, Ian, thank you very, very much for joining us. You're welcome. Um, Steve, mate, we won't see you again on here uh, before you get married. So, on behalf of all the <laughs> wow. listeners and everybody, uh, no, I'm not saying, no, there is life after marriage. I'm just saying we, we'll, <laughs> we won't record again before you get married. Um, 
Steve, thanks very much as always, and and we'll see you and, and we'll welcome you as, as a married man into our midst the next wow. time we record. That's something to look forward to, then, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's it's not so bad. I'm living my best life, but that's because my wife's away for a week. But that's another question. Hey. <laughs> I think she doesn't listen to these. (laughs) (laughs) She don't know how. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. This has been the Red Report. Uh, We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield. It impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in, you reds, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.